the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Ready? It's time for Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. Good afternoon and welcome to Millburgers Gardening. South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Do you think we all only have fair-weather gardeners and Millburgers? I think we got tough gardeners at Millburgers. <laughs> they are not fair-weather. They are any-weather gardeners. The parking lot is full. The parking lot is full. <laughs> to give you a picture of what Jerry's looking out, uh, we people are wheeling their baskets. And we noticed this before. Greg said, uh, what was it? I, I made the comment that golfers... Oh, that's a good segue, by the way. Golfers and gardeners are the same. They go out and do it. They don't care whether it's rain or shine. Oh. They go out and play. Fishermen? Yeah, that's true, too. They bring, they bring their, they bring their uh, umbrellas. And, but they or either but, pull the coats but over. Does that count as a full umbrella, a little one like that? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> if you got broad shoulders, you get sweat, shoulders wet. But Greg's comment, because Greg... Felt the need to make a snarky comment about everything. Uh oh. But gardeners are, are smarter. We only put it in the ground once. No. Yeah. So, meaning <laughs> golfers keep putting it in the hole. Put it in the hole once, I think. Is oh, okay. Sorry. All right. <laughs> Our phone number 210 308 8867. 210 308 8867. And speaking of golf, the Valero Texas Open is going on right now. Millburgers plays a role in that, and they had some extra tickets to the Valero Texas Open, so we just need to think of ways to give them away. Uh, maybe we'll do a little trivia, or maybe we'll just do a certain caller, uh, but we'll do that. We'll do that a little later in the show. We'll give away some tickets to the Valero. When are they, when, when are they for? They're for it's single-day tickets, and they're it, so it's they, going on. Not any particular day. No, so it's going on today and tomorrow. Yeah, the, well, the last day is one or two days tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, so that today, well, and they make, I don't know if they're going to, it's raining, so it's possible. They're playing. They would cancel the, today's round, but I don't know. Oh, they're playing the round so far. So far? Okay. Are you starts the thunder, lightning, they won't. Yeah. Yeah, they'll stop. So anyway, we'll, we'll do that in just a little while. Y'all think of a trivia question or something, and uh, we'll, we'll do that. All right, 210-308-8867. Speaking of Greg, I have become so, I think, successful with gardening. I'm thinking of starting my own Facebook page called Milton's Garden. Oh, is that right? Yeah. You've seen Greg's Garden on Facebook. Well, we've got Milton uh, survivable plants. Yeah. So maybe that's just what I call the thing. Use. So, uh, yeah. the uh, Even Milton can't kill it, plants. Nope. So I, we, I was showing the gentleman, the doctors, to my... Right and left. I have more um, 
Poppies coming up. And they're blooming, and one of uh, the picture you showed me looked maroonish to it me. It did look maroon. It looks more maroon in Greg part. won't pull that one up. Okay, just the other one. Well, the other one's like Calvin's, got beat up in the wind. Um, what do you mean? It lost its paddles or something? Yeah, it, went, it toppled over. Took down the uh, and then, stem. Yeah. Okay. So they're... They're laying down. They're laying down. But well, you're supposed to pull that one up anyway, Matt. Well, the nature, <laughs> nature did it. Itself. Oh, yeah. No, they didn't kill it. You hate it to. didn't kill it. That's true. No, it didn't. You no. Know? And it's going to mature those seeds. You get out there and pull that up. Oh, yes, I will. Uh. I'm not going to do it. Uh, well, that's, <laughs> that's uh, you know, it's like thinning peaches. Just say, yeah. certainly, certainly, I'll go. Oh, ahead. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if Lonnie had. Uh, what was it that we said Lottie was going to do? Is he going to thin his tomatoes? or? <laughs> and we threw down the gauntlet. So, Lonnie, you call us back and tell us if you did it. <laughs> um, I can't remember what it was. Oh, yeah, you said, you're not going to do this, Lonnie. And that was enough. Thin of uh, citrus? Was it citrus? Maybe yeah. it was, yeah. I'm gonna, I was going to try to remember to bring but I'll try to remember tomorrow to bring the uh, supersized loquats. Oh wow! Oh really? Yeah, they're. Uh, I think some of them are like three inches. Did you get one of the trees? That I got. I yeah, you gave me. Loaded? You gave me four, and I think I gave the neighbor Bart one, and I have three that. Oh. And two of them well, are. They got fruit. fruit. Yeah. And they're big. Yeah, they're very big. And let's see, uh, what else is happening in Milton's garden? That's how we'll start the show because everything. It's better after I tell you about what's going on. It can only get better. Uh, my amaryllis thinks it's Christmas. Is that right? It's getting ready to bloom. It's got the four of stalks on it. Oh, and, my goodness. Yeah. And what else? Now, which, which one? Is this for last year or the year before? No, no. This is the one I got this year. Remember when Millburger put them on sale? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That, and so that's the so one. It, did, it didn't bloom at Christmas. It did bloom at Christmas. It did bloom and now it's re-blooming? Yeah. That's weird. I think it's the same one. It's got to be. I don't have that many. Yeah. This has Probably. been this has been a crazy blooming year. I mean, yeah. It's uh I can't can't remember when roses and uh, poppies and blue, blue bonnets everything was is blooming. Oh the the uh, larkspurs really look good. Too. Oh, do they really? Yeah. That's cool. I like the larkspur. Yeah. And knockout roses around San Antonio. If they've been treat our neighbor has lots of sun. He has no tree in his yard and and fertilizes really well, and they are outstanding. Yeah, they're having a good year. They're just beautiful. Um, the Katie Road, the only thing of my tough modern roses is quit is Dudley Dudley Cross has retreated a bit, but it was the one that was took the lead earlier in the in the spring. It had the blooms full bloom sooner than the others, but Blinda's Dream and um, the Grandma's Yellow mm-hmm. and uh, Katie Road are really uh, blooming up a storm, too, along with your knockout. Yeah, they're very happy. This seems to be, uh, they seem to be in love with the weather. Pomegranates are, are going strong. Wow. And my strawberries have blooms on them again. Good. Is that supposed to? Is that okay? Yeah, yeah well, you Strawberry just, Festival today. I know, it? today and tomorrow. <laughs> but, yeah, you, you, you know, they're a one-season crop for us, so take advantage of whatever they're willing to give you. Yeah. Okay. I'm still fertilizing. That's and, good. And That's what I was getting ready to ask. I better get some more down there. Get some more miracle growth. <laughs> All 
All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, the number to call to be a part of the show. What you got there? Did you see uh, Billy McKenzie's uh, Calamundan? I did. Blooming, blooming with the uh, fruit. Yeah, there's a, there's a statement there. It has it had the fruit from last year and the blooms from this year. Yeah. It makes you wonder, why didn't you use the calamundum? <laughs> and then the next question is, what would you use it on? <laughs> I think they must use it in cooking. Cooking, and uh, there's some that are real mild and there's some that are stronger. Yeah. But there must be some great recipes out there to use uh, calamundum. I'm sure you could use it in, instead of... Uh, you could try it instead of kum- kumquats or even the limes or yeah, lemons. That, we've got uh, a big tree. Uh, I, yeah, I guess it's called a tree, a bush, large bush, uh, at the greenhouse. And it's the only thing that's got citrus still on it. And uh, so uh, my volunteers, when they come over, they always got to pick some of that. One of them has made a key lime pie out of it. Uh-huh. Uh, it's, it's kind of bitter, but it's sweetened up. It's been on the tree so long. And uh, what the other Marmalade? The other one made marmalade. Yeah, I would think it would make good marmalade. And we had a, a worker over there that, that uh, when I pulled in, he was picking those calamari. And I, I told him... <laughs> I said, you can have all those you want. Take some home. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the tree is just solid orange with citrus. And uh, he said he liked it. He liked to eat them. Hmm. That's uh, pretty. What do they have in their basket, the white uh, and the red? I think it's a bougainvillea. Oh, you think so? Both of them? The white one, I didn't see the red. But oh, the, okay. the white one's so striking that I, it's kind of an off-white. Cool. Lime Very pretty. Anyway, sorry I interrupted you. But thanks for that sending us that Billy. Yeah, that uh, Billy's always always yeah has a good garden. That that's pretty common. I, I I've seen that on uh, on that small fruited stuff like calamondins and uh, I've even seen it on. Uh, I guess that's the only one I've seen it on. Those small fruited kumquats. Yeah, kumquats. Well, you see the fruit and the, and the blooms on the yeah. same tree. Now, I've got some pictures, too. But Billy had a good picture yeah. with fruit in the background. Uh, I happened to walk through the roses. Yeah. Wow. I was right. <laughs> they, they. they are killer. They, they got a bunch and, of them in. And for, uh, one of them has got fragrance in it, or some of them. Because I, I had a caught a fragrance when I walked through there. Well, they're, they're uh, uh, breeders, plant breeders are starting to emphasize fragrance more, it seems like. Yeah. Give big, it more attention. Big yeah. blossoms on them. Huh. So if you want to see some pretty roses, all different colors, mm-hmm. and uh, and even uh, variegated blooms, uh, red and yellow, I think it was. But uh, they are on sale. Yeah, I didn't know if you knew that or not. I know that's not why you brought it up. I know. Twenty percent off our largest selection ever. Thousands. I think it is of modern hybrid teas, floribundas, multiflora, grand floras, 
or grandifloras. Yeah. Miniatures, climbers, old garden roses, shrub roses, knockouts, and more, all starting at nineteen ninety nine. So that's 20% tough, off. That includes the tough modern roses, too, huh? I think so. Wow, that's good. Yeah, if you want to. Oh, yeah, they had a big. Yeah, that's right, because they had a big uh, uh, ad in the Express News for roses, you know, mentioning all the assets, just like you did, Jerry, mm-hmm. of the hybrid tea, and then said, do you want a rose that has, you want to grow roses that are a little easier to take care of? And then they described the the tough modern roses in the old Is this, is this an ad? Yeah. It's a, Millburgers? Uh, Millburgers, yeah. It's a, oh, okay. It's an article that goes along with the ad. The list of the things that okay. are on sale. Okay, okay. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, I, w- I was knocked out when I walked through those roses. Uh, they're all blooms. Or you can see the blooms before you buy the Good. plant. And uh, some of them got buds just for getting ready to open. So hey. all right. they're looking good. And they got begonias on sale, my, mm-hmm. my favorite, the, the uh, landscape begonias. And uh, they're uh, then now's a good time to get them in before it turns too hot. Even have, though they say it's going to be ninety degrees next week. Have they got the uh, what are the, uh, the giant? Uh, uh, no, I, well it's a begonias. Have to look at. It. I'll have to go check. Because my, you know, mine that were uh, look like they're completely devastated by the freezes are coming up. Numerous places, just like we would expect from the, the smaller begonias. Yeah, yeah. The whoppers. The whoppers. The whoppers, yeah, whoppers yeah. are reliefing, too. Just They're coming. Just coming, coming back up. Coming up. Good. Yeah. And I'd say it's, it's uh, quite a difference that a year makes. Last year, Judy, uh, my wife, complained about me just having too many whoppers in the yard <laughs> and so this year she's going around and salvaging you know, all the whoppers uh, and, and they are now in her part of the gar- oh, garden oh i see yeah it's just like after she saw them perform she decided she wanted one huh well these these are probably uh the land i call them landscape begonia and uh we did a lot of work we we did a lot of work with begonias uh, proving how how much sun they could take and couldn't take and everything, and we never made that a Texas superstar. Really, they made a whopper. Whopper, a Texas uh. superstar, but not uh, simp. What is simperin? Simperflorens. Yeah, simperflorens. Now there's a, there's hanging baskets there, Jerry, of your begonias. Yeah, some kind of begonias. Yeah. Um, and that, but but what we found is most people don't have beds that are completely all shaded or all sun. Well, the other thing that you brought up years ago that we never thought about: uh, how much drought tolerance they have. Yeah. And then they're and they've uh, they've got a convenient signaling. <laughs> yeah, uh, they turn yeah, color. Yeah, the leaves. It's, it's, it's no. It's not a real fast transition from looking good to wilting. It's a gradual transition with signals 
turns the coloring and yeah tan they so can you, they kind of turn from a green to a tan or gray and so you got several days to get them watered and then you just don't miss a step it's change color so they're they're if you've got they're the, tough containers you know easy especially in containers if, and if you're out on business during the week and you just come back on the weekend so yeah that's the plant they have and they'll come back you water them they'll come back the next morning the next day you water them in the evening from from that yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. coloration yeah or dry drought and they uh just like the whoppers that in my yard uh, they they're very tolerant of uh, cold weather in the winter even yeah they're fr- they're fr- i guess they're a uh, biennial I mean, technically aren't they yeah well, so if the weather's not you know if it's not 15 degrees out they'll they'll survive most of the winters i think they're an annual are they an a- annual they're an annual Supposed yeah. to be an annual, oh. not an annual in South Texas. But uh, yeah, I always kind of expect them to be come back the next yeah. next year, yeah. especially those close to the house, foundation of the house. But uh, they're a good plant, and uh, if you if you got that half sun, half shade condition, especially on the sunny side, if you're going to plant them in full sun. Uh, you need to get them in as soon as possible because what they do, and and fertilize them well, prepare the beds well, and what they do is they grow, they grow actively until the hot summer sun gets here, and uh, then they kind of hold on. Yeah, they hold on. They they want to die, but they won't. And uh, the red the red ones. You know, they come in green foliage and red foliage. Uh, and the red ones actually turn red. I mean, our bronze ones turn red in the, in the summer heat. But uh, you've got to get a large plant to endure the uh, summer. And they don't get over, they don't get big like uh, poppers. So they're perfect for uh, landscapes. Yeah, I'm inclined on whoppers to use them. I would be less likely to use a whopper in the, as much sun as I would use a regular the simmer yeah. simper florin, yeah. Because they, the whopper has got uh, the big, you know, the, the more foliage to yeah uh, deal with in terms of the sun. Same, generally the same root area. But uh, anyhow, we both of them are outstanding. Yeah, the Whopper was originally tested up in East Texas with uh, Brent Pemberton, Doctor Brent, mm-hmm. Brent Pemberton, and his trials are in full sun. Mm-hmm. The Whopper was, and uh, well, the first time I saw Whopper, it was in full sun in his trials. So uh, it's a nice. It, it, it depends on. Again, how early you get them established, yeah. and if if they got a good root system. And then we, uh, I always, I, neither year or the last last couple of years I've grown them, I haven't pruned them back. They get big and they get a little yeah. stocky. Yeah. And I th- I think it's advisable to do a little uh, absolutely pruning back because they get a little. Uh, well, it's just like our maroon uh, poppies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, know, they fall over. Heavy, yeah, or. A squirrel runs across the containers. Or, <laughs> or the, the, wind, dog. the winds or the hev- or heavy rains come through. Yeah, that's true. They'll break. Yeah, they break easily. 
So, but the good news on the breakage is they come back. Stick them, stick the oh. brake. Bra- well. <laughs> I, I, I don't. I know they don't want me to say that, but uh, they root very easily, very easily. Don't even have to use rooting arm on Milton. That's what they said. There you go. That's what the last week they were telling me. Who's that? Mary was said if you. Oh, yeah. Said if you. If you want to, you can, but don't. You don't have to. And she said, just, on whopper, just a well, just on begonia. She oh, said, just okay. a little pencil. Stick it in the, after a break. Stick it in the soil. Yeah, yeah. So she knows her stuff. Get a root. All right, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. We're going to take a break. While we do, you give us a call at two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Tell us what's going on in your gardening world, and uh, when we come back, we'll figure out how we're going to give you a chance to win some tickets to the Valero Texas Open this weekend. Okay, more coming up on nine thirty a.m. The answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Bull Road. Thanking everybody that came out to Millburgers Quarterly Blood Drive last weekend. It was the biggest one ever. Our most successful drive had 95 units of blood donated, and that's 285 lives touched. So on behalf of Millburgers, the South Texas Blood and Tissue Center, and your South Texas neighbors, thank you for coming out and donating blood. Want to know when the next blood drive is? Be sure that you're keeping in touch at MillburgerNursery.com, MillburgerNursery.com, where you'll find out about the big fiesta celebration at Millburgers, April 20th. It's Saturday, April 20th. There's all kinds of fun with free fajita tacos and drinks sponsored by Nature's Creation, Virgin Margaritas, a mariachi band from 11 to 3, and all kinds of fun. Now, don't forget, too, the 2019 Fiesta Medals are available for a $7 donation to the Salvation Army while supplies last. All this information and more when you go to MillburgerNursery.com, MillburgerNursery.com. The largest multifamily bus tour in the country is coming to Houston Friday, April 26th. Join Del Walmsley, national radio host, CEO, and founder of Lifestyles Unlimited, and his top team of investors, realtors, and expert educators. Ride your way to triple-digit returns. Go to MultifamilyMastersTour.com. Gain one-on-one access to industry experts, realtors, lenders, property and asset managers, apartment owners, national real estate syndicators, and trade professionals. Get the only bus ticket worth millions at MultifamilyMastersTour.com. And as a bonus, Masters Tour tickets include tickets to the Wealth and Passive Income Expo Saturday, April 27th. The Cal Thomas Commentary is brought to you by Values Through Media. Now here's syndicated columnist Cal Thomas. The Reverend didn't name only Al Sharpton chaired a meeting of black leaders and others earlier this week in New York. Attending were several presidential candidates, lower tier I'd call them. Each tried to outpromise the other on what they do to help black people. One proposed $1,000 a month for life for everyone. Each tried to out-liberal the other. None suggested that school choice might be the best opportunity for African-American children trapped in failing government schools. The teachers' unions wouldn't stand for that. No one talked about building up black families or gave credit to President Trump for prison reform. The usual script was followed. Voter suppression, which is a fiction. Attack President Trump. You get the picture. One question. We had eight years of Bill Clinton and eight years of Barack Obama. Why didn't they improve the lives of black people? 
Democrats need an underclass dependent on them to get their votes, and votes, not improved conditions, is what it's all about. If more African Americans became independent of government, they might be less dependent on Democrats. I'm Cal Thomas. For a free copy of today's commentary, visit calthomas.com or write us at Values Through Media, P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida, 33037. That's P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida, 33037. Please specify the date and subject. Your tax-deductible gifts to Values Through Media help support us. Listen again next time for the Cal Thomas Commentary. Back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The answer. Don't forget about our friend Spider-Man, Warren Remy, and Spider-Man Termite and Pest Control. If it's bugging you or if you're worried about it and don't want it to bug you, you can call Spider-Man. I always assume that you've got the problem, but maybe like termites, you don't want the problem. Uh, so you can call Spider-Man and Warren Remy, and they'll come over, and they will take care of it. These guys have been doing it since 1976, and one of the things that always impresses me is when I hear reviews from folks that are in, uh, well, the business. They maybe restaurants or other things where they need a pest control company that works. And they stick with Spider-Man Pest Control. You bring it up to somebody that uses Spider-Man, and they will tell you how much they love Warren Remy and Spider-Man Pest Control. So you know what? If it's good enough for those restaurants, it's good they enough for you. They love Warren? They do. They love oh, Warren. They don't disrespect uh, <laughs> us. They, there is now actually, this is Warren. No, okay. I'm, here's what's happening. You yeah. go in, and uh, you talk to them. Uh, Maybe the, it was somebody on the staff that they loved. No, it was Warren. Uh. It was. It's all Warren. <laughs> I, uh, Maybe wh- there's an imposter. Where was I? I was Arctic, uh. the Arctic ape, and uh, I brought up the fact that uh, you know, talking about some of the clients that we have on the air, and I, I brought up you know, Spider-Man Pest Control, and they were like, "Oh, we use Spider-Man. We love Warren." Oh, they man. said Warren. Yeah. So. Uh, wow. Yeah. So anyway, uh, you can love Warren too. Just don't tell his wife. Uh, at 210-656-3721. I'm going to get in so much trouble now. 210-656-3721. Milton, <laughs> I'm sorry. We don't know him. <laughs> yes, uh, 656-3721. Or GoSpiderManPest.com. GoSpiderManPest.com. Hey, what are all those plants over there that look so bit, that are so large in those uh, two-gallon and one-gallon like containers? They look like tomatoes? They wow. do. Yeah. Well, they're pretty. Did yeah. you walk amongst them? I did not get the chance. I was running a little late because I was yeah. over at Paul Cox's plant planting this morning. But they look spectacular, and I'm sure they're the BHN 968. They're celebrities. Uh, uh, HM uh, 8849s and uh, 1823s. All of the recommended varieties are, are three different sizes. You got to choose from. You've got the two-inch containers, the old-fashioned way we. We planted them for years, and then you've got the four-inch uh, container or quart size that is just my favorite because it's big enough that you got some uh, room for to deal with heat or cool, whatever comes up. And then there's the the large one-gallon. Are those considered three gallons? Some of those, dear, larger, uh, one and two-gallon sizes in there. Yeah, I think so. They're three very, gallon. yeah, very large. Those are just like like you've had them. Sitting since it was too cool to plant them, but it's plenty warm now to go ahead oh, and plant yeah. them. And they're all the varieties that uh, that you uh, that we recommend. Plus, there's some 
There was some old-fashioned there and uh, some spe- heirloom, spe- some special uh, grafted. If you want to try something different. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. We so. are, uh, did he br- he brought those in this last week. Yeah, he was talking about it, and I just took it for granted. I, I assume I, he did. I wouldn't be surprised if that over that corner over there maybe, or um, that uh, maybe that's uh, but that might be those uh, patio tomatoes too. Yeah. The leaf looks yeah. a little different. Yeah. Hey, we got Kay on the line who listens to us, and or she's calling from Georgetown, and she's got a question for us. Hi, Kay. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. You really listen to us in Georgetown, Texas? Yes, and it's, we fogged in up here, and it's been raining all day, but I, I want to give information to Dr. Parsons and Dr. Finch about my sweet peas. Okay. Oh, wow. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, well, the thing is, last time I, I talked to you, they, they weren't blooming, but now they're beginning to bloom, and I want to know how long are they going to bloom, uh, and they don't like hot weather, do they? No, but I think you're safe in predicting you'll get the entire month of April, and then the weather will oh. be dependent. You might make it to June 1st if it's not, uh, the heat's and, not and too And no severe. spider mites. Yeah, I, I generally haven't had... I notice, though, that mine are producing seed pods. I guess I could be deadheading them yeah. a little bit, too. But I, I always like to have uh, them drop seed. Yeah. I've got them. This, this year, it's just been a weeds and everything from a seed is growing. <laughs> so I've got, I've got sweet peas every place, too. There you really? Yeah. When did you plant yours? Oh, I planted them, uh, oh, about a month ago or so. That's or all, huh? a month and a half. Yeah. See, there's maybe a couple of months ago. That just that just confirms that the weather they, the weather's got to be perfect for them. I'm not quite yeah. sure what is perfect for them, but they know <laughs> because I planted mine in late fall, and mine are not, didn't get start any blooming faster than yours. And and some other gardeners had the same experience. Yeah, they planted them in. Uh, February, mid-February, and they're blooming up a storm now, too. Right. Well, see, Good. See, mine, mine are not blooming up a storm, but the, uh, <laughs> I, I had to call you. I went, I went out there yesterday, and they're just full of buds, but I have one bloom. But I have mine in containers on the patio. Oh. And full sun? Mm. Yes. Well, well, they get full sun like in the morning and noon and in the little in the afternoon. So how often should I fertilize them? Um, well, I think only I think only once more, and uh, Osmocote uh-huh. or uh, you know well, uh, the, Miracle Grow, yeah, uh, soluble water soluble water soluble. That might even be better than Osmocote. Oh yeah, well because yes, because you're you're look you're looking for a fast right. use of those nutrients, right. and they they yeah. surprisingly, um, and a lot of the 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 recommendations they mentioned that. Fertilization and even mulch uh, helps them oh. uh, produce more Maybe. blooms. But but we in the old days we never we never even thought about fertilizing them. Well, yeah. see, my grandmother when I used to live with my my aunt, uh, she had hers on the fence line in in the, in the backyard. You know. Right. Yeah. That but fragrance see, is wonderful, my, isn't it? I, yeah, I don't. Uh, my fence is just inappropriate uh, for. For beds up here, it's all grass, and you know, so I have all container plant plants. Okay, good. Well, I've got uh, Millburgers has these uh, kind of portable trellises, relatively inexpensive, 
and you can poke them into uh-huh. the ground wherever you want them. Mm-hmm. Then the other thing that I that I think really works well is uh, uh, tomato cages yeah. when, when they're not in use. That's, the especially those that, aluminum ones. That's what ones. I'm using. That's what yeah. I'm oh, using okay. the tomato cage. Yeah, I'm Good. using those. Uh huh. Okay, that'll work. Well, yeah, that's neat. Good. Good well, thank you, you for fellas. the report. Uh, we'll talk again. Bye-bye. Okay, Bye-bye. Thank you for calling. All right, 210-308-8867. Whether you're calling from Georgetown or Wilson County, we can help you. Glenn is on the line at 210-308-8867. No, we can't help him in Wilson County. Oh, dear. Glenn, we may not be able to help you. What's going on? Well, he, unless it's about yep. gophers. gophers. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, hey, Glenn, yeah, what's up? Fact, how you doing? Good. All right. In fact, you, you won't believe this, but um, I'm run, uh, been running a, a, a gopher plow all morning long, poisoning <laughs> poisoning uh, the, the gophers. I'm sure the uh, green folks won't like that, but uh, I got millions of them. Uh, so the question I had was on uh, rooting a citrus tree. So I got some cuttings from a friend's orange tree, and I'm gonna and I'm, I have them in water right now, but I'm gonna try to root them. Then what? What kind of ruby? What? Uh, they're they're uh, orange trees, and I'm going to try to root them. Okay. Uh, okay. Naval oranges, or? Yeah. Well, no. The, the, you know, they're they're as big as a well, big as a hardball, but they're not naval. They're, hey, they're really well, easy. Yeah, I was thinking of naval because this year has been such a great example yeah. of how cold-hardy they are and so productive. They're kind of dominating the backyard citrus out there. Yeah, and these trees have been around for, you know, 20 years, and so wow. I wanted to try to uh, to root them. And so right, I've tried different experiments, some in water with rooting hormones, some with in, in uh, like, uh, perlite or potting soil. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it always, either I get them too wet or they dry out and then they don't root. So I've actually started this year trying, I take like a Gatorade bottle and I stuff it full of moist dirt and then I seal the top of it, put the, put the cutting in there and then seal the top of it. So I'm going to see how that does because I figure the moisture won't evaporate out of it. Uh, yeah. Kind of like. You were, any, you were, you're working hard for this citrus. <laughs> right. Yeah. Way too, <laughs> yeah. Just a hobby. Yeah. Be much more the, sensible just to now, buy one. Does it peel? Does that uh, does the fruit peel real easy, or is it a satsuma? No, no, it's it's uh, it's it's an orange. Regular orange. Yeah. Okay. Uh, What's the easiest way to, or the best way to try to root those, Jared? Do you uh, think? They take a take a long time to root, but you're. Uh, Take your new growth after it hardens up, the the new growth. Don't take the don't use the old wood. Okay. And and uh, it it should be flushing out now, right? Yeah. Uh, growing yep. new growth. Yeah. Wait till that growth uh, firms up. Leaves get full size. Yeah, yeah. And uh, then take your cuttings about. Uh, uh, four inches long, four to six inches long, and uh, immediately after you cut them, dip them in a rooting hormone like rutone or ammonitin, okay. and 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 stick them in your uh, 
we've used uh, straight perlite. Uh, okay. That keeps keeps from overwatering them. But uh, they won't they won't do well in just straight water. Okay. The only the only thing I know that you can successfully root in pure water is oleanders. Okay. All right. Is so how wet? I mean, that's always. It seems like the ones that I have that didn't make it in the past were kind of moldy or or. Yeah. Yeah. You. Uh, if you put put them in straight perlite, okay, um, they'll be okay. You want <laughs> you want over water? Do you? Uh, okay. Do you do, have a drain? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just drain through. I got, so. I, I got a lot. I have lots of sand. <laughs> <laughs> is it is this an heirloom citrus or just one that you like or what? Yeah, it's it's uh it's one that I like and I I think it's because it. It's uh, really hardy. You know, it's been around a long time, and it makes really good fruit. So I thought, well, that's a good genetic uh, example to try yeah. to replicate. Yeah. You, you can do what Steve Brown did over at the KSAT garden. He, uh, he had an orange like that, and he collected the seed, and I told him it would take seven years to <laughs> bear fruit. And darned right. if the, fi- the fifth year he didn't. He wasn't giving everybody buckets of fruit. So, really, does it uh, does it have a? It's not a navel orange, right? No, sir. Okay. No, Be interesting to yeah. know what kind of what variety that is. Yeah, and uh, the, the lady that has it is about ninety years old, and she's had it for she just said as long as she can remember there. So, probably twenty uh, plus years. Why don't you try some from seed? I'll do that. Yeah. It, it yeah. Because it, it's probably 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 was not a grafted version. No. Uh, uh, the 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 story is that a seedling tree is more cold hardy than a regular tree. I mean, a ah. grafted tree. All right. And uh, yeah, so it, it, it'll, it'll take it, you. It'll take you about. It'll take you about five or five or six years to get uh, fruit on it, but uh, it, of, it will come true from fruit, yeah, I of, mean from seed. Kind of preserves your genetics and while well, you're playing with the, graph, the rooted ones, yeah. too, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I'll do that. I, I, that's a great idea. And it still has hey. oranges on it, so I can pull some of them off. Okay, good. Uh, take it. Take the seed straight out of the fruit and plant it. Okay. And, and just like you would plant a, a a bean seed or something like that, I'd put them in containers and okay. use a good good potting mix. And don't don't put put them about a half to three quarters of an inch deep. And you'll see uh, they sh- they should germinate within uh, three weeks. Oh, really? Before, That's soon. Okay. Yeah. All right. Sounds good. Keep All us right, informed. I'll do that. All right. Thank you. Gophers will get them. <laughs> yeah. I've well, that. Now, maybe this is a, this is a gopher, gopher resistant. resistant. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the gopher yeah. resistant variety. Like nematode the, resistant. The, the, the Wilson County orange. Yeah. <laughs> yeah gopher, Wilson about, County I, of, uh, gopher resistant citrus. Man, you'll make I a told, mint. I told my wife that. 
when times get hard, we're going to go to eat those gophers, but she hasn't uh, bought into that plan yet. Oh, yeah. I don't think Jerry has any recipes for gophers on the... I guess you could use the squirrel recipe. Yeah, well, yeah, and also, good. also, you, they make they make nice uh, coats for your lady friend. <laughs> a lot of yeah. sewing involved. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they make good back scratchers. There you go. I'll look up recipes online right now. <laughs> for gopher. Yeah, for gopher recipes. <laughs> Thanks, Glenn. You take care. All right, y'all too. Thank you. Bye bye. All right, that'll free up a line at two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. And here's what we're going to do as we go to break. We're going to take caller number six. If you'd like to win a pair of tickets to the Valero Texas Open plus a parking pass, you can use it tomorrow. You can use it today. Caller number six. Caller number six, 210-308-8867. Barry back at the station will handle it, and uh, you'll pick up the tickets here. We'll tell you what happens. 210-308-8867. Back in a moment with more of Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. It's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Boulevardy Road. Thanking everybody that came out to Millburgers Quarterly Blood Drive last weekend. It was the biggest one ever. Our most successful drive had 95 units of blood donated, and that's 285 lives touched. So on behalf of Millburgers, the South Texas Blood and Tissue Center, and your South Texas neighbors, thank you for coming out and donating blood. Want to know when the next blood drive is? Be sure that you're keeping in touch at MillburgerNursery.com, MillburgerNursery.com. Where you'll find out about the big fiesta celebration at Millburgers, April 20th. At Saturday, April 20th, there's all kinds of fun with free fajita tacos and drinks sponsored by Nature's Creation, Virgin Margaritas, a mariachi band from 11 to 3, and all kinds of fun. Now, don't forget, too, the 2019 Fiesta medals are available for a $7 donation to the Salvation Army while supplies last. All this information and more when you go to MillburgerNursery.com, MillburgerNursery.com. Texas Plumbing Diagnostics We respond to your emergency Stat This is Larry Elder and no matter what kind of plumbing problem you're experiencing Texas Plumbing Diagnostics and their technicians have the skill set and dedication to bring your home back into ship-shape condition and you'll love their flat rate pricing for standard repairs Call Dixie Bishop She's passionate about serving you when you have a plumbing problem whether it's a water heater water leak or clogged drain line, Texas Plumbing Diagnostics respond to your emergency stat. God bless Texas and Texas Plumbing Diagnostics. And here's Dixie Bishop. At Texas Plumbing Diagnostics, we'll find your plumbing problem and we'll fix your problem. Call 210-698-9790 or find us at tpdtx.com for Texas Plumbing Diagnostics. Texas Plumbing Diagnostics, we respond to your emergency Hi, this is Barry Hagendorf with Deccan Patio Care at 822-9147. For 23 years, I specialize in sealing all types of weathered decks and patios, also creating the outside room, a combination of custom-built wooden decks and arbors, flagstone patios, outside kitchens, outside fireplaces, and water features, hence the outside room. Look out your window. Do you see a prematurely weathered gray deck? I'll clean and seal it with the best wood preservatives to a natural cedar tone. It really can look new again. Do you have a pebble stone patio driveway or pool deck? I have a process that seals and polishes the rock to a golden wet look. Or maybe you have a flagstone pool deck or patio. 
I clean to the natural color and seal out water, stopping chipping and flaking. Call 822-9147. I'd like to personally create your outside room or show you how to make your deck, fence, flagstone, or pebble stone look better than new. Call Barry Hagendorf, Deck and Patio Care. I'm in the yellow pages, 822-9147. We spend our whole lives taking care of those we love. However, statistics show that over half of all adults fail to have a will prepared. Giving the gift of a well-prepared estate plan is one of the most loving things you can do for those you care about. So let me introduce you to Charlie Weisinger with Weisinger Law Firm. Charlie is an estate planning attorney who takes the time to get to know you and your family and your goals and desires for them. Charlie makes the process simple. Most clients have a plan in place in as little as two visits. Give Charlie Weisinger and his staff at Weisinger Law Firm a call today. Your first consultation is free. Weisinger Law Firm is conveniently located one mile north of 1604 in Selma, Texas. You can reach him at 210-308-0800. That's 210-308-0800. Or online at WeisingerLawFirm.com. W-E-I-S-I-N-G-E-R LawFirm.com. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 AM, The Answer. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Toll free, it's 866-308-8867. All right, we got a, gave away our pair of tickets to the uh, Valero Texas Open. We'll give away more. Barry's got an idea. Has he, has we had six callers? Yeah, we got a winner. So All okay. right. So we'll give away more later. But Barry wants to do, you know, you know Barry. Yeah. Barry says, first person to come over and give Jerry a kiss on the chicks. Wait, wait a minute. Wins a pair of tickets to the Valero <laughs> Texas Open and a parking pass. Yeah, they worth Just that. one set? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, that's the new contest. Uh, we'll is that, is that in a limousine or something? <laughs> they can pick you up in a limousine? No, we're just, uh, anyway. <laughs> so we'll, we'll put together some tickets to the, a couple of tickets to the Valero Texas well, Open. If you come over and. And just say hi to Jerry. Say, hey, go. Jerry. That'll work. You got tickets for me? Okay. And uh, <laughs> attendees to uh, some of the some of the organizations we deal with a lot uh, are involved in the uh, Valero Birdies, Birdies for charities. Charity. Yeah, including the Master Gardeners. Oh, is that right? Yeah, I don't think the gardening volunteers are, but of course, my my uh, Dream Hill Estate Education Resource Center is involved. Food banks, a lot, a lot of charities. Oh, are good! And you, if you attend, you get a chance to uh, sign up at your what your favorite charity is that's participating, and they make a drawing, and it's a, a potential of a twenty thousand dollar donation. Wait a minute! To your charity. <laughs> Very yeah. cool. Yeah, so. they're they're really heavily involved. Oh, uh, they're amazing. Yeah. All right, 210-308-8867. Wade is on the line. Hey there, Wade. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Very good, sir, and nice for you to have my call. Thank you very much. Sure. How are things in Castle Hills? Very good. I uh, am eating loquats in the morning uh, for the last two weeks and loving every minute of it. And they give the back Yeah, they're pretty good. Well, that can't yeah. be true because uh, 
that uh, freeze in November, Jerry and I told <laughs> told everybody that Probably they'd, they'd all be them. frozen, you know. <laughs> Yeah, I've got them all lined up in a hedge on the back fence, and there's probably about, oh, eight of them, and uh, they've all bearing pretty hard there, you know, almost grabbing the ground with weight of fruit. Yeah. And the be- wow. The best ones are a little bigger than a golf ball and bright orangish-yellow. Wow. That sounds good. That is a good one. Um, yes, sir. That's amazing. I, a- I just, it seems to me we've had uh, less severe winters in the past that have, Really uh, wipe them out, but maybe I'm wrong. The, t- the timing is the key. I have so. seen them get tricked before. You're right. Into blooming right. early and then the setting fruit and then the freeze comes. Right. You don't. You don't try to eat the seed, do you? No, uh, they're pretty big. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we we always get into discussion about this time of the year. And uh, I've I've had several people, in different times, call and say they oven roast them. Huh? Yeah. Well, but they, if you read the literature, it says they're poison. Yeah. Now they're they're pleasant. Their texture is very pleasant when you the seeds. Yeah. When you eat when you eat the fruit out when you just spit the seed out. Yeah. I mean. Oh, you not, spit the seed out, Kevin? Yeah, I do. These are big. <laughs> These are seriously big seed. I mean, it's, uh-huh. it's not like watermelon seed. Yeah. But uh, the, another thing is that uh, the oh, the opossums are really love them, and uh, and the how uh, do you know that, Calvin? Well, because uh, my West Highland terriers uh, oh. are called the, the duty to defend the <laughs> and uh, and you can also see it in their droppings. Yeah. Oh. And you can hear them screaming when those big seed come through there. <laughs> well, that, now, Wade had a question about yeah. it. So before we, I'm pretty sure it did not have to do with squirrels passing anything. <laughs> What's going on, Wade? Other than uh, the loquats doing really good, I had noticed, and I had never found this out why, but on pecan trees and I've seen them on ash trees when I was younger. I don't see this anymore. But people with white paint would go up about three feet on the main trunk from the earth up. Were they right. preventing some type of uh, wood borer or something? Well, now we asked. The, you, the original deal on that uh, whitewashing uh, tree was a sun, sun skull. Oh. But when you do a big one, when you do a big one, it's kind of a wasted effort yeah. on a big tree. Yeah, we had to, we had some other theory presented. I don't know if Mark Peterson did it or or uh, somebody else. Uh, we got an email from somebody that showed photos, but so there there there's several there's potentially several other reasons they've done it. But but that that was yeah the like red oaks or yeah right. when they're smaller mm-hmm. and that was some protection on huh? right, right paint was all it took right now we reflected right, yes. the sun yeah. okay okay and it, i saw it, it on might the be a, it might, ashes a lot that was my when i saw them a lot okay and no. i never think i never think of ashes as being well i take the back they do get they do get uh, sun scalded red oaks are the ones that i've Really experienced on it. Yeah, I'm always or, or, or peach trees. Fir tree, yeah, yes. peaches. 
So you, so I always use those plastic wraps. wraps yeah, around the young and they trees. La- they last a couple of years, and that usually brings them through. And then plus you leave that, uh, cro- you leave the foliage on right. on the stems yeah. more than you used to. Trashy trunk. Trashy trunk. That's it. One thing but I would the- recommend while I, before I get off is uh, the Loquat gives the backyard a great tropical look. It's very low maintenance, and it's a small tree, sometimes big, but uh, relatively they look great in any backyard because it's an evergreen. And uh, well, I would recommend selling them to anyone, or if somebody recommended something nice around a pool, that's the first thing I would say. Other than that, you don't want the fruit in the pool. <laughs> yeah, I keep, but, I keep it away. But if you want it as a hedge, like around the fence, as a visible barrier. I can see you back backstroking, catching those uh, uh, low clock plums. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I think you're absolutely right. They're really a discipline. They, they make that nice row if you want soldiers mm-hmm. in a row. Plus, they'll grow in sun or shade. And they're evergreen. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, that that good job, Wade. Good landscape plant, <laughs> but uh, they do get trees. I've seen them twenty feet tall. Yeah, uh, more, and they Thanks, will live Wade. a long time. Yeah, and have a uh, great day, guys, and uh, enjoy the uh, <laughs> weather. <laughs> Take care, man. There's also there's also a jelly recipe. Oh, I forgot to look up my recipe on uh, plantanswers dot com. All right, the recipe section. Cool. Two loquat jelly. They're tasty. They're not. Oh yeah, like they're they're not very acidic. Yeah, they call them what Chinese plums. Yeah, Japanese plums. Japanese plums. Hey, Charles is calling us from Cibolo at two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. What's going on, Charles? How can we help you today? Got a couple quick questions. Uh, Bought a couple of porter weeds from me last last late last summer, and um, I wondered, uh, is it still? too cool for them to start growing back or what's the deal with those well we don't expect many of them to to grow back at all they're they're a tropical plant that being said though i had grown two years ago i had planted about eight and i had four that eventually came back but i got impatient with them and (laughs) because the milburgers here had some some really nice ones did you sure. say the reds didn't come back? The re- well, the uh, the reds eventually came. Oh, did they? Back, but it was very slow. Okay. And the blues, those those the, the reds and the blues were the hardest to find. So I just b- bought new ones on those. Uh, well, but, I got yeah, I think I, if you've got if you've got I think kaffirs, depending on where they're planted, may come back. But they're they're slow and they're not. They've obviously get injured by the cold, even the root system. They just don't respond to good weather as like they did when they were brand new from the nursery. Oh, okay. Now uh, the the, the milkweeds are a different story. The tropical milkweeds are starting to come back now, and the uh, tuberosa, the butterfly weed, is starting to come back. What was your other yeah, question? Uh, yeah, I've got a couple of gardenias and pots, and other than Uh-oh. copious amounts of osmocote, uh, should I feed them anything else? Mere, mere acid uh, gardenias. Uh, you you want to stay on the acid side of the spectrum with gardenias, and keep them okay. in uh, keep them in morning sun, afternoon shade. Yeah, mere, okay. mere 
They're not. Uh, uh, I kind of think you don't want to over fertilize them, and mere acid is kind of a perfect, yeah, perfect thing for that because it's. Uh, you, you you know you follow the label instructions and they you, pra- they it's prob- a water soluble fertilizer. Yeah, and they, I think they may mention gardenias on there. And uh, when you when you add potting mix or when you pot them pot them up, you use a sphagnum based uh, potting mix. Okay. And well, that's one of the plants that, that Milton was able to keep a, keep alive for four mm-hmm. or five years. So you should do wonderful with it. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> okay, thanks a lot, gentlemen. Okay, thank, thank you. Bye bye. Yeah, that's what I did. I had the half and half, like the blueberry mix, and, yeah, and just yeah, and it it was tough, but it, only in a container. I I think that mix is on sale. Oh, cool. 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Uh, we got about a minute. You want to tell them what else is on sale? miracle Grow Potting Mix is, say, 50%. Very cool. Mar- miracle Grow Potting Mix. What if I want to save on lantanas? You're out of luck. <laughs> <laughs> or am I? Uh, no, they're, they're on sale, too. And uh, it's a Texas superstar. Loves sunny, hot areas, blooms continuously, and attracts hummingbirds and butterflies. Was a was a regularly seven dollars now five dollars. Yep, four eighty eight. <laughs> Six ninety nine for four eighty eight. All right, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. We'll tell you more about what's on sale. We'll give away another pair of tickets to the Valero Texas Open. No one's come up and given Jerry a kiss on the cheek yet, so. Uh, I thought, those I thought they were just supposed to wave. They can come say hi. Oh, okay. Okay. And I know this. I know you're very sensitive, and I apologize if I've offended you. <laughs> and, uh, why is that? That's the first time you've ever apologized. <laughs> it's not the first time you've ever offended him. But no, no, no. Just, uh, <laughs> I don't know. His quota. For Didn't the, feel that good either. What is it? Yeah, like <laughs> two or three times a day for each of us. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a break and come back in a moment with more of Milberger's Gardening South Texas. 210-308-8867, the number to call. 210-308-8867. More live from Milberger's Gardening South Texas, Milberger's Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Boulevardy Road, on The Answer. Breaking news, stimulating talk. This is 930 AM, The Answer, service of Salem Media Group. KLUP, Terrell Hills, San Antonio. Breaking news this hour at townhall.com. I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. Former Senator Ernest Fritz Hollings has passed away at the age of 97. He's being remembered as one of the last of the larger-than-life Democrats who once dominated politics in the South. Joey Hudson is morning host at 94.5 The Answer in Greenville, South Carolina. He says if Hollings could address his now left-leaning Democrat Party one last time. He would probably say, wake up uh, and do what's best for the country uh, and, and put uh, the citizens of the, of South Carolina put the citizens of our our, our great uh, country here first, rather than their own political careers. When Hollings retired from the Senate in 2005, he had served 38 years in two months, making him the eighth longest serving senator in U.S. history. President Trump says he's not going to close the border now because Mexico is taking steps to stop the flow of illegal immigrants. They're apprehending. People now by the thousands and bringing them back to their countries, bringing them back to where they came from. 
The family of a California woman kidnapped while on safari in Uganda is hoping the U.S. military will now intervene. The State Department says it is working to secure the release of Kimberly Endicott of Costa Mesa, California, who was abducted Tuesday along with a local driver at gunpoint from Uganda's Queen Elizabeth National Park. Her cousin, Rich Endicott, says he wants to see Navy SEALs sent in to find and rescue his relative. That's correspondent Jackie Quinn. Hiring bounced back in March as U.S. employers added a solid 196,000 jobs, up sharply from the month before. Gus Fouché is chief economist at PNC Financial Services. This is a good, solid report. Um, I think the February report where we only had 33,000 jobs added was an anomaly, and I would expect that we'll see, you know, 150,000 to 175,000 jobs per month added through the rest of 2019. Unemployment held steady at 3.8%. More on these stories from townhall.com. 9.30 a.m., The Answer. Millburgers Gardening South Texas is sponsored by Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery on 9.30 a.m., The Answer. We're back with Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 9.30 a.m., The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 AM. The answer, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, toll-free, it's 866-308-8867, the number to call to be a part of the show. Are you going to share with our listeners uh, no. the, the gopher recipe you found? No, I'm not. It's a, it's There's a video, if you Google how to... Uh, how to cook? Can you eat? Can you eat gophers? <laughs> uh, Google it though. Yeah, you come up with a pretty graphic video. <laughs> not for children. No, not even for people. <laughs> as far as I know, it's not, it's not against the law or anything. Though. No, it just it just I don't want to see it. No. I don't think there's a season on gopher. Yeah. No, but no. apparently you can. Now the the next step Let's, would I guess I, would be rats. Rats are a little harder to. Yeah. Digest or uh, think about as food, but we are. Is there a, is there a season on squirrels in Texas? I know in East Texas it is. Yeah, in we Tennessee it. there. Yeah, we. When I worked for the council governments in the East Texas, uh, the squirrel hunt. Once a year, we had the big squirrel hunt. Oh, and, yeah. And that was a big, big deal. Yeah. Usually usually in the southeastern United States, that's the first hunt that a youngster goes on. Uh, a young girl or uh, female, they go with their fathers we, or mothers on a squirrel hunt. I, we, we hunted squirrels in Minnesota. I don't remember if there was a season. Maybe there was. Rabbits. Yeah. I think rabbits we could hunt any time. It's uh, there is a disclaimer. Is there really? Yeah. Warning: the skinning and gutting of an animal is considered graphic by some. Uh. It's graphic, <laughs> but the disclaimer is slightly humorous and perhaps will be appreciated by those in Wilson County. This is on a survivalist video, <laughs> uh, but uh, the creature, a creature, was harmed and consumed, and this uh, instruction. It was consumed. Instructional, in, yeah. <laughs> I will. I will say that he struck the first blow by mercilessly eating my garden veggies. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. That's good. 
I like that. Well, I'll, I'll yeah, see. it's easy to Maybe get. Maybe I'll put a link on Plant Answers no. right, right beneath my squirrel recipe. I, th- I think you uh, you do have a different attitude if you've been fighting to protect your oh, plants yeah. from gophers. Oh, for, okay. For several years, it just <laughs> you, you kind of lose the sympathy for them. Maybe we should move on, though. <laughs> Gosh, I never seen things. We got a call now, from Charles. Jer- Jerry is into cockroaches, and you're into gophers. Uh, no, I just, no, just, I'm just telling. He asked me a question. I answered it. <laughs> I go, uh, this last week, uh, we planted our uh, spring tomato trial. Calvin mentioned our tomatoes, the nice looking tomato plants we have here. And, I think we may uh, have a question coming up. Though. That yep. they were actually all. Uh, all uh, recommended varieties. I got a blow by blow, the account of you, you're Uh-oh. planting four thousand uh. <laughs> tomatoes by from one of your participants. Is you that know, right? Volunteers, oh, okay. Yeah. But no, that's all right. Go ahead. It was and, uh, exciting. Anyway, anyway, we we planted them out at Versa Farm, and uh, Larry Stein, Doctor Larry Stein, is in charge of collecting the seed, getting the seed. For the variety testing, and uh, yeah, so he, I used to do twenty, no more than twenty, twenty-two, twenty, twenty varieties. Yeah, variety, different variety. Stein had over thirty, and uh, uh, I didn't. I was worried that we'd ever get them all planted, and uh, the farmer didn't have any help. To help, to help us with Is that right? Like it had in the past. Yeah, in the old days, that was always a... Yeah, they'd make the holes. Yeah. But uh, they don't. They hadn't been able to find any help, the farmers hadn't. But uh, what saved our bacon was the uh, vegetable class from Palo Alto. Really? Yeah, they, they had, a, had about 20 or more students out there. Huh. Now, some didn't know how to use a hoe. I mean, you know, we're we're talking about. Uh, Did they come with brand new tennis shoes and yeah. white shoes like in the old days? No. <laughs> well, they they were dressed pretty good, but they worked good. They, most of them worked really good. Well, that's a that's and a, have to a wonderful, those. yeah, it's a wonderful educational experience. Yeah, yeah, too. that's the the teacher came up and said she thanked me for letting them come out and help plant tomatoes. Well, because of course they had never seen irrigation, fur irrigation, and uh, never had. Uh, well, they probably never even thought about that. The testing, you know, well, just our our gardeners. Yeah, it's kind of a revelation to them that what it takes to, to oh, yeah. do that yearly uh, variety testing that that we do every year here. Yeah, we planted a hundred plants of each variety, so that that you can identify the best ones. For yeah, right. For our our gardens, and uh, now Doctor Stein, I warned him not to do this before, but he won't listen. You know he's an Aggie. Mm. He won't listen. They don't listen. And and uh, he always plants uh, several varieties of processing tomatoes, mm-hmm. the Roma type. Yeah, and of course that that's why we found our. Uh, Roma surprise out of that his planting, but the farmer doesn't like them. 
And that's not a good thing to plant something the farmer doesn't like. Well, why didn't the farmer like them? Uh, they're not a big tomato that uh, uh, they can they, they 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 could sell. They can't. Okay. They can't. They used to have a roadside stand, and uh, uh, they couldn't sell those Roma types. They, people wanted the big. Tomato. Yeah, the big. Huh. But anyway, we've got some big ones to look at. The new ones, some I've never heard of. And we always plant the old standards out there with them. We had 1823 and... Uh, Celebrity. Yeah. And even had some... Uh, tycoon? Dwarf Cherry Surprise. Tycoon. Cool. Dwarf Cherry Surprise. Yeah. 968, I mean. And uh, so we got them all planted and... Uh, the neat thing about uh, those farmers is uh, they irrigate immediately after we plant and uh, run the water down the road. And uh, that really, uh, really takes care of the plant. And uh, they keep them weeded for us. Wow. Yeah, they keep, they keep them. Uh, they don't do it, I mean, uh, but they run tractors over them and uh, keep the weed population down to, until they produce so uh but it's funny one of one of my volunteers uh called or uh, emailed me the day after which was friday and said it's supposed to hail this weekend yeah they mentioned it h-a-l h-a-i-l hell mm-hmm. uh-huh. and uh <laughs> She was. She worked hard, and she was. She was concerned that uh, they were going to get held out. Mm. Welcome to horticulture. Yeah, yeah. In forty years, planting these tomato trials, we've only been held out twice. Wow. Yeah, this is not a big hail. Now you could be located at some other. Oh yeah. Areas in Texas and get might be. Every seven years, you might be held uh-huh. out. Yeah, we wait till first part of April uh, to avoid the cold oh. temperature. Because, uh, see, we only get about 100 seed of each variety. And that's 100 in each flat. So uh, 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 we can't lose them. If we lose them to hell or whatever... The trial's over because we can't start it again, and it'd be too late to start it again. What's happening with your her hail prediction? <laughs> well, they're still mentioning it. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. what I saw too. Yeah, Milton Red uh, looked at the weather a while ago, uh, and they're still mentioning it tonight and tomorrow. Right? Yeah, it's uh, on weather.gov. They talk about uh, strong storms the, with which could include. Hail, strong winds, things like tornadoes and things like that. So it's a warning, which is generic, but yeah, they're they're talking about it. Boy, we were when we were digging in that soil at Paul's uh, house, Paul Cox's house. Uh, the the team that was helping him with some landscaping. Oh, that will gosh, that dry. soil dry. Yeah. yeah. And uh, we need a real rain. Yeah. We haven't had one. Yeah. This this method we're having today is not a real rain. Well, it, it deceives us a little bit. You'll we'll think, oh, well, the containers there yeah. add some moisture. But, right. But, but if the sun comes out, 
That's they'll dry out in her. yeah an hour. They'll dry. They'll be no. wilting again. Hey, Jerry mentioned tomatoes, and they're growing them. If you're growing tomatoes, don't forget on June 8th. June 8th from 10 to 2 here at Millburgers is the Top Tomato Contest. And uh, you have a number of ways to enter. You've got cherry and smaller tomatoes, regular tomatoes, biggest tomato based on weight. And uh, one of those tomatoes will be chosen as our Top Tomato or Grand Champion. Plus, there's a Best Salad Bowl competition, too. Uh, and all the information is at millburgernursery.com. Each entrant will receive a free $10 gift certificate redeemable at Millburgers the day of the contest only. But uh, that's a good way to, just a fun way to, to uh, be a part of it and is, brag on your tomatoes. Now, is the uh, account that's in uh, Plant Answer, that is in the Millburger website, does that tell, give hints on how to display or i put that on plan yeah that's what i thought yeah. planansers.com you've got some uh, tips on on how to display and how to pick and uh-huh. things like that right yeah now. well but i'll a, put it on the front page oh good thank it you. gets closer and if you enter, if you enter the competition you get a ten dollar gift certificate yeah you can enter in uh, every category can't you Milton? Uh, um yeah i think it's one gift certificate per family but yeah uh, okay and uh so, but kind of look up, go to plantanswers.com mm-hmm. for, uh, to get the... Can we ask to, it on the air? Go to plantanswers.com to, uh, to get the hints about how you uh, fare best in the competition. How to prepare the samples. Yeah, and that sometimes you, if you're, so if it's a category that there's limited folks involved in it or competing, you can win one of the big prizes. And then plus you can get access to these one gallon and two gallon, and right. you'll have fruit ready for. Yeah, but you've got to keep know the name of the variety, know the name of the tomato. Oh, you mean you can't go to the uh, <laughs> what is it? Uh, <laughs> no, Lisa you get, goes to. Uh, you got to leave, you leave a, a green stem on. Yeah, yeah. But uh, we'll we'll post all the rules. But go to millburgernursery.com for more details. And I think the rules may be on there. Right now, but uh, let's see. Hold on, let's double check. And uh, no, but we'll link it up there. Uh, but we got a question from the crowd. Okay, you ready? Yes. Hey, I like your hat. <laughs> Thank you. It's a good organization. It is. My wife is the director of that. So okay, cool. Yeah. It's, his hat says Nami on it. Yes. Uh, we've got. Now, talk in the mic if you don't mind. We have some privet plants that are probably been in the ground for seven or eight years, and they are at least eight feet eight feet tall. How do we? When's the best time, and can we trim those down and get them thicker? Privets? Those are kind of big and leggy. You can prune them down, but now do it as soon as possible, before they flush new growth or when they start flushing new growth. Yeah, just do the whole thing or do half of it now and half later? Does it matter? Or? It's best to do it all. Do it all yeah. at once. But yeah, but it's best, too, if you – well, I take that back. It's best if you're doing a little each year, I think. Okay. No. How how much are you talking about? You're not ta- are you yeah, talking about half. Want to take, probably want to take yeah, probably half. And they're but they're only six or seven years, so they should be able to recover. We yeah. Two or three feet a year, or uh, a foot to a foot and a half a year. Got, maybe be got, better. They got foliage all there, all through there. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, they should they should okay. be fine. But a foot a foot a foot or eighteen inches would be better than than half. And and if you can. Um, uh, if you've got suck uh, growth from from the bottom toward the, toward the bottom, 
make uh, selective cuts. Uh, in other words, just don't shear them all. Okay. Go down and take take the tallest branches off. Okay. Down to that new foliage. Right, that's we'll that's a it. good point. But that's mainly. I wanted to know if I could do it now too. So that's. Oh yeah. All right. Good. Thank you. It's been an honor. Do you want to and tell some people fertilizer? Forget fertilizer. My... We have plenty of fertilizer. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> tell people what Nami is. Uh, Nami is uh, National Alliance on Mental Illness, and it's uh, a group that helps people no matter where they're at in that spectrum, from autism to uh, depression to more severe uh, forms of it. Yeah. And uh, my wife is there, so she could explain it better. Okay. Uh, she's not, so. <laughs> i got to be careful, so yeah, I don't, okay. don't want to misspeak. So thank That's you, okay. though. Okay, cool, yeah. And it's uh, it's online, and it's a good organization. Yes. And, uh, yeah. They were at our pastor appreciation luncheon. And they, Fantastic. Yeah, they did a great job. So, okay, right. cool. Thank good. you. Good. Good talking to you all. Thank you. All right. All right. 210-308-8867. Bye-bye. 210-308-8867. All right. Before we go to break, we're going to give away one more pair of tickets and a uh, – a parking pass to the Valero Texas Open to be used today or tomorrow. And uh, if you'd like to win, you just got to be caller number six. It's as easy as that. So if you want to go to the Valero Texas Open, be caller number six right now at 210-308-8867. Barry is standing by, ready to take your calls at 210-308. Or is he sitting 80- down waiting? He's probably sitting down. Yeah. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Give him a call, and uh, maybe you'll be caller number six. Back after this on 9.30 a.m., The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Verde Road. Thanking everybody that came out to Millburgers Quarterly Blood Drive last weekend. It was the biggest one ever. Our most successful drive had 95 units of blood donated, and that's 285 lives touched. So on behalf of Millburgers, the South Texas Blood and Tissue Center, and your South Texas neighbors, thank you for coming out and donating blood. Want to know when the next blood drive is? Be sure that you're keeping in touch at millburgernursery.com, millburgernursery.com. Where you'll find out about the big fiesta celebration at Millburgers, April 20th. At Saturday, April 20th, there's all kinds of fun with free fajita tacos and drinks sponsored by Nature's Creation, Virgin Margaritas, a mariachi band from 11 to 3, and all kinds of fun. Now, don't forget, too, the 2019 Fiesta medals are available for a $7 donation to the Salvation Army while supplies last. All this information and more when you go to MillburgerNursery.com, MillburgerNursery.com. The largest real estate education event in the country is coming. Mark your calendars. Saturday, April 27th. Join thousands of investors and expert educators. This is not a pitch fest. No slick salespeople or presentations. All sessions are educational and taught by successful investors and industry experts. Pick from topics like single-family rentals, buying apartment communities, becoming a passive investor, raising capital, retirement, asset protection, tax-free income, 1031 exchanges, finding, fixing, and funding your investments, and more. Go to WealthAndPassiveIncomeExpo.com. Use promo code EXPO19 and get in for just 10 9.30 a.m. The Answer and Community First Health Plans invite you to this year's Easter Extravaganza, Saturday, April 13th at Trader's Village on Southwest Loop 410. There'll be four different hunts for four age groups starting at 10.30 a.m. Along with the hunts, there'll be door prizes and you can have your picture taken with the Easter Bunny and various superheroes who'll be on hand. Brought to you in part by Thomas J. Henry, Save the Children, Kip Charter Schools, and the Law Office of Chavira Brown. For complete details, go to 9.30 a.m. The Answer.com. 
The Cal Thomas Commentary is brought to you by Values Through Media. Now here's syndicated columnist Cal Thomas. The Reverend didn't name only Al Sharpton, chaired a meeting of black leaders and others earlier this week in New York. Attending were several presidential candidates, lower tier I'd call them. Each tried to outpromise the other on what they do to help black people. One proposed $1,000 a month for life for everyone. Each tried to outliberal the other. None suggested that school choice might be the best opportunity for African-American children trapped in failing government schools. The teachers' unions wouldn't stand for that. No one talked about building up black families or gave credit to President Trump for prison reform. The usual script was followed. Voter suppression, which is a fiction, attack President Trump. You get the picture. One question. We had eight years of Bill Clinton and eight years of Barack Obama. Why didn't they improve the lives of black people? Democrats need an underclass dependent on them to get their votes, and votes, not improved conditions, is what it's all about. If more African Americans became independent of government, they might be less dependent on Democrats. I'm Cal Thomas. For a free copy of today's commentary, visit calthomas.com or write us at Values Through Media, P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida, 33037. That's P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida, 33037. Please specify the date and subject. Your tax-deductible gifts to Values Through Media help support us. Listen again next time for the Cal Thomas Commentary. Long ago, you wouldn't think of galloping on a horse while doing calligraphy. And you wouldn't have attempted to ride your bike while typing a letter. Yet, you think you can safely operate a multi-ton vehicle while texting? Behind the wheel is no place to multitask. If you want to BRB, drive now and text later. Lives depend on it. Visit StopTextStopRex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, Noise, and the Ad Council. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Congratulations to our winner, uh, Billy. And uh, Billy will pick up the tickets here. And uh, we our Billy? Nope, different Billy. Different Billy? Yeah, okay. but uh, we'll do another one in the next half hour because uh, Barry had to turn away some folks. So between uh, now and uh, 45 after, we'll give away another pair of tickets and a parking pass. So 210-308-8867. they got to keep listening, right? They'd have to keep listening. Yeah, they never know when I could just do it Listen, now. you are tricky. I know. I could just do it. Boom. You never know. All right, 210-308-8867 is our number, 210-308-8867. Uh, toll free, it's 866-308-8867. Update on my neighbor. Oh, Still dear. unmoded grass. <laughs> yeah. Are you sure he's okay? <laughs> or she's okay? Have you checked on them? I, I saw them out there. They looked like they were pulling that uh, bed straw. Bed straw. Now, Some uh, of it. I was, yeah. My yard, the bed straw that we didn't get picked is uh, going to seed. Mild, yeah, mildew and going to seed. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of a bit of a lost cause. Well, they, ha- they haven't mowed theirs. And uh, I imagine that's tremendous amount of seed over there now the one advantage would be even to, to pick it up even if it's gone to seed is that you have less of it end up on your kittens and your yeah. dogs right backs and paws <laughs> and they do bring it in uh, oh, that, that's the way i first noticed that i have bed straw is when they come in on a 
I got schnauzer, miniature schnauzer, and it comes in on their beard. Yeah, and then it's, and then their paws. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, and then this will be bed straw will be over in a couple weeks, uh, but that's just the time when the bigger slice starts. Oh, I hate that stuff. That stuff's a little individual seeds are a little tougher to get out of the. Oh yeah. Fur, so it's uh, probably a good idea. It, it looks like wild carrot a little bit. There's another plant called wild carrot but if it's the one with the white flowers that yeah. stick up really pretty tall and at very least just take your string mower and cut that cut those down if you can well they're fairly easy to pull up yeah oh that's true they are especially, especially if yeah. we get the uh, rain yeah uh, either the uh, string mower just cut them in half yeah or uh, pull, pull them up they can go in the compost pile i get questions well if the bed straw goes in the compost or the bigger slice will the will the seed be spread there and you, you're not gonna it, all the seed is not going to compost you'll have some around the edge of the right. compost pile but but you're talking about uh, at this point you're talking about a lot of seed every a lot of sources of seed so that's not a yep. it's not a major source for your landscape Calvin, in uh, his digging now today, and and the paper said, if if a, if the lush green lawn that you enjoyed all winter is fading, <laughs> it is winter weeds such as rescue grass that is declining due to the heat. The uh, yeah, it's kind of declining. The weeds will try to produce seed before they decline. Expect the real long grass. My the St. Augustine still hasn't started growing. Mm. Floor town. Uh, begin growing now. Fertilize the lawn on or about May 1st when the real grass is developed enough to utilize the nutrients from the fertilizer. And if you want to get your fertilizer now. Yeah, what you got? <laughs> what, what are you, you going to do? You might you might want to get your fertilizer now because it's on sale at Millburgers for yes. regularly thirty dollars. It's mm-hmm. a slow release lawn fertilizer. Now twenty dollars. So nineteen ninety five. Now if you would, if you would prefer to use uh, Millburgers new organic for for uh, they got that too. Yeah, and that's on sale too. Yeah, regularly thirty dollars on sale for twenty five dollars. Okay, so five dollars off with mycorrhiza fungi. And the forecast calls for rain again tomorrow. By the way, so what about the rest of the day? Are we? Let's see. Hold on. Let me go look. <laughs> no, no, we don't want any hail, Milton. All right. I saw so I'm bringing in some beautiful geraniums a while ago. This is geranium weather, and uh, they're on sale too. And so. uh, the bougainvillea, those white ones that we were talking about earlier, that are kind of an off-white color, they're spectacular. There, there's a reddish, and then there's a an orange, orange. That it's almost Milton. Is that a uh, a burnt orange kind of thing, or that color? There? <laughs> I think it could be. Yeah, as close as I as seen. close as yeah, in terms of plants. Uh, yeah, they, they I saw some Aggies down over there cutting it down. Oh, did you? Yeah. <laughs> but cutting it, down uh, that bougainvillea. That's nice. <laughs> yeah, it does. 
What is, and then there's that golden up there in the is that a, is that still bougainvillea up there too and that gold golden bougainvillea that's that's pretty nice different yeah. where is that it's right uh, that oh know, down the way yeah down the oh, way oh that's pretty yeah it's kind of a a golden yellow yeah, yeah i guess that's what you said golden but yeah yeah it's not that ugly burn art <laughs> <laughs> let me tell you how bad oh here's my favorite zinnias <laughs> Yeah. Let me tell you how bad the uh, Aggies don't like burnt orange. How bad? The word on the street. What's the word on the street, Huggy Bear? Is that uh, some some paintbrush. Is burnt orange? Came up and in, in, on the campus. Yeah. Which campus? A&M. Oh. The college station? Uh, They had burnt orange, huh? And, uh. The ground crew was instructed to shred it down mm-hmm. before it goes to sea. Wow. <laughs> uh, they, they, they don't go for that burnt orange at, at hate run, That hate runs deep. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, In fact, they'd get over it by now. We were talking about the two things that we saw on the side of the road, and I did some research. and So the, the orange is... Um, one is Indian blanket and the other is Indian paintbrush, and I think the orange is Indian blanket. Could that I was right? thinking the Indian blanket was a was it the red maroony flat uh, straw? It's a yeah. flat flower. I think. Oh, is that just the paintbrush was orange? Okay, let me look again. Kind of a daisy flower. Yeah, paintbrush. That's the paintbrush. Is the daisy? Okay, and that's the one with the other the different colors on it, mm. and the blanket is just the red. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I had it wrong. But they're yeah, they're both great uh, wildflowers. Yeah, All right, I, I don't the coreopsis this year are looking good too. I don't know if they're going to come up in the hill country like they used to, but I've seen them. The roadsides covered with uh, Indian blanket and. Uh, uh, I always think of them as uh, after blue bonnets, but yeah, they are. Yeah. And, and after the peak of blue. Then I always, in terms of uh, coreopsis, I. I think of uh, the, the uh, lima being coreopsis requiring more moisture mm. and the paintbrush uh, rec- and uh, Indian blanket requiring less moisture. So right, you, right. So if you had a mix and it was a dry year, you'd get, get it kind of dominated by the, the ones that could put up with the dry weather. Right. All right, so here's the weather forecast according to weather.gov. This afternoon, 50% chance of showers and thunderstorms, mostly cloudy with a high near 81. Southeast winds around 5 miles per hour. New rainfalls amounts of less than a tenth of an inch. Oh. <laughs> Except higher amounts possible in thunderstorms. Yeah, north. Uh, uh, I think okay. most of that's going to be north. All right. Or if they, there's, you're saying that there might might cruise through, but oh, okay. yeah. don't hold your breath. <laughs> this evening, 50% chance of showers and thunderstorms, mostly cloudy with a low around 64. East-southeast winds around 5 miles per hour. Do they give the amount of rainfall? Does that eat it? New rainfall amounts between a tenth and a quarter of an inch, oh, except higher amounts man. possible in thunderstorms. Uh, tomorrow, you should be excited about this, unless this is all building on each other. <laughs> Showers and thunderstorms likely Sunday. Cloudy, then gradually becoming mostly sunny with a high near 82. South to southeast winds. You don't need to know all that, I guess. 
Chance of precipitation, 60%. New rainfall amounts between a quarter and a half of an inch possible. Wow. <laughs> now, a half an inch would be a, a good Ooh, start. Chance of insincerity <laughs> and sarcasm is high here on the porch here at Bill Burgers. <laughs> wow. We need about an inch or two. 100% chance of sarcasm we've got here on the porch. <laughs> Uh, Sunday night, mostly clear, low around 61. Monday, sunny, high near 86. Clear Monday night, uh, high near 90 and sunny on Tuesday. Oh, no. 90 already? (laughs) Near 90. Near 90. Wednesday, high near 93. 93? Yeah. That's what it says at weather.gov. That's so much for the cyclamen and the... (laughs) Yeah. Snapdragons, yeah. And Calvin, in today's paper, today's article, talks about time to transition to summer annuals. That's an appropriate... uh, Calvin hit it on the head, didn't he? He knows what he's talking about. And he talks about uh, snapdragons. Gosh, they look good right now. Yeah, but they're going to come down with powdery mildew or... Now they've got rust. Rust, rust. And they, if, if your beds are typical or like mine, the the rust has started at one end. And it, but it uh, this last week was not; it didn't spread very far. But if it gets uh, hot like this, it's you know yeah. move quickly through oh, the bed. Oh yeah, but they are looking good. But uh, be yeah, be ready on on the snapdragon. Yeah. I guess that foliage is too thick. Uh, I used to, I thought, thought the chlorothalamol was good on rust. You know, I've never, reason. I haven't tried that in a long time. I just took, yeah. it, took it for, well. Usually after they bloom and, and the temperature gets hot. If it's. Like you say in your article, it's just better replace yeah. them with if it's, if it's May 5th or 6th. Yeah. You don't worry about it. I guess it, it might be worth it trying it right now with because uh, you could you punch potentially have a whole April. Yeah, the weather should be mild enough. Where it starts, but uh, I'm talking about uh, chlorothalonil. That's what we used to spray, spray the tomatoes with for early blight. Ortho multipurpose spray. Ortho multipurpose spray is what it used to be. And daconil they used to call it too. Yeah. That, that's right, Dakinu. But anyway, Calvin talks about replacing the um, the snaps with zinnias. And um, does that surprise you, Jerry? Yeah, <laughs> I, I never have heard you talk about zinnias, Calvin. <laughs> but this time, Calvin talks about uh, if you if you want to grow the tall taller zinnia varieties. The hybrid is perfusion, sold as perfusion, and uh, or the Mexican zinnia are smaller, but he gives a step-by-step deal on uh, how to grow them from seed. California giants and yeah. cactus. And, and we've got the seed here at Milburn, yes. I uh-huh. assume. And uh, he talks about growing them in containers and then... Uh, Gives you a little. Uh, I, I think zinnias, uh, prop, uh, they germinate pretty well. Yeah, you can if you can if you got an open garden, you know you can plant them plant them in a row, and they're one of those that comes up fast. And yeah, grows easy. 
But if you're, you know, if you're trying to enjoy your Snapdragons for a little while, you just want to be ready. Then you put a, you plant them in your yeah, four container. inch containers. And That's a good idea. And then he talks about uh, calendula, uh and stocks that are declining is Vinca. He used Vinca for, for the calendula and stock region. And you're not going to believe this, Melvin. What? Calvin didn't mention that Vinca is probably the only deer-resistant flowering annual that we have. Except for zinnias and snapdragons. Even in some neighborhoods? No, that means vinca. Vincas are pretty absolute. Yeah. But uh, zinnias and snapdragons, kind of uh, depending on the city, they're, they're setting. They're not preferred. Yeah, the, right. the deer don't, but they <laughs> they have a tendency to break them. Yeah. Break them off. Oh, and, okay. But uh, anyway, he talked about um, uh, generally we wait to plant vinca or, or periwinkle. Uh, in the because, old days, because of the, the disease resist, because of the disease aerial photophora. But uh, this coral has some resistance to aerial photophora. Yeah, pretty. We used to say absolute resistance, yeah. but but it's it's not uh, that way. Well, they're you know they're uh, producing new crossings and. Uh, Plants that are vining and different colors and everything, and so the earlier you plant them, too, the more chance you got them uh, dealing with some disease. But they're here at Millburgers; they look good too. But uh, deer absolutely will not eat them. Don't seem to. I've never seen them eat them. And we, uh, you know, we had a we asked for people that had planted zinnias. I mean, vincas. Yeah, to call. To call. And uh, we didn't get a single call last year. And the butterflies like Vinca too. Yeah. So they're good. They're a good butterfly plant. So then uh, he talked about uh, he he had to say the cyclamen uh, go down. Man, so oh, that's kind of sad. So he said they may last another four weeks. Hmm. If that not. was before he saw the ninety-three degree <laughs> yeah, no. temperature. Yeah. Well, and it. Depends on if they're. We plant a lot of them in a little morning sun or a little speckled sun comes through, but those those if it gets ninety three degrees won't last long that are have any sun, but some of some of them in deep shade. Yeah, on the trees. And yeah, things. they'll make they make might make four weeks. How do you determine when to pull out your cyclamen? I am inclined you not wait till to, the leaves die. <laughs> yeah, I'm not inclined not to pull them out. They kind of, they decline quickly once they start. Mm-hmm. So if they're in, you, you can tell they start at the sunniest part of the bed. Oh, okay. So I've already got some on that end that are you don't see any foliage or anything anymore. They've already <laughs> declined, and then the, but up the the shadier end, they're still looking great. So you just have to decide. Now, I've got the advantage uh, this year, and I know a lot of gardeners out there, uh, that the uh, whopper, the begonias that I planted are c- coming up in the same yeah, in the uh, same c- containers. I've got them in big clay pots. But when you say decline, are you talking about the foliage? 
Yeah, the blooms first kind of get brown, and then... then Oh, the the blooms get brown. Yeah, and then the foliage is not... not, doesn't take long after that. Now, the foliage can put up with a lot of cold, but it doesn't put up with a lot of heat. No. And these are better selections of of than they used to be on the market the, these uh, improved selections of uh, cyclamen so i think uh <clears throat> i think people that planted them early in the fall uh got the money's worth out of them oh yeah i think this has been a good yeah good year it's been a good percent. year for them and then he mentioned pentas uh, that might be a good replacement for cyclamen. And in uh, fact, uh, last weekend there were there were pentas in bloom. I'm uh-huh. sure. I'm sure we have them someplace around. The colors are a choice of red, lavender, pink, and white blooms. They will provide continuous bloom from planting through Thanksgiving. Wow, they will. They will a uh, hard free hard frost will get them knock them back. Yeah, but are you are you saying we need, we can plant the pentas in the shade? Absolutely. Okay. They, they do better in the shade than in the sun. Oh, okay. Than sun. Now they get they do they do great in morning sun, but but if you, again it's like the cyclamen. Those you if you got uh, like four whiskey barrels. And one is in the, a little more sun than the others. You can really see that in oh, cyclamen and in pentas. Okay. Got to keep them more watered. And, but, yeah, pentas are pretty reliable and easy to take care of. We had Kevin on the line calling us from Castle Hills at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. What's going on, Kevin? How's Castle Hills? We got one hey, report great. earlier. No, good okay? afternoon, guys. Hey, uh, Milton, or uh, Milton, <laughs> so you at the grocery store, guys, uh, oh, hey. Dr. Parsons and everybody, yeah. you don't know, you don't want to know what he was buying, so. Uh, um. <laughs> I, I bet he brought uh, some of those sugar cookies or sugar wafers. <laughs> it was actually pretty close to that, yes. Yeah. So I don't, don't want to say, don't get me in trouble, buying, Kevin. He was, <laughs> he was buying some tomatoes. <laughs> Move on. Move on, Kevin. Okay. <laughs> so um, so this year I ordered some of those uh, grow pots, and I've already um, planted um, two pots, and they're, they're seven-gallon pots, and uh, so i got a pack of five. Um, so far I'm pretty happy with them. They drain pretty good. I put them up on top of, um, put them up on top of uh, some structure so that they're not sitting directly on the ground. Um was curious, what other, you know, um, as, as far as veggies, could I put in those pots? You know, uh, I, I was thinking around, you know, cucumbers, vining, and things like that, but do they, do they need the ground, um, those runners, to be able to contact dirt? You, know, you, you, can, the- you can put those runners on a, in a cage, on a cage. Uh, it oh, has okay. to be a tall cage because they, they grow long. Oh no! Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, Doctor Parsons. I, I, I don't mind doing that. I just okay. didn't know if it was, um, you know, things like that, and you know, cucumbers, and even like watermelons. Right? I'm not doing watermelons mm. in pots. But, Good lord! Um, <laughs> watermelons would be tough. <laughs> but, but, but those they, type they, of those type of vining plants are are they, um, you know, do they need to be on on soil or no, you know, the they, vines themselves? 
what they need is uh, insect pollination when they bloom. Right. Now yeah. they they are uh, they need sometimes they're heavy and uh, the fr- the fruit. Yeah. Uh, right. So that they can break stems sometimes, but it's amazing how well they do on those. Uh, oh yeah, trellises. Trellises, yeah, those temporary trellises or those uh, small trellises that you can buy, or the sturdy tomato cages. Yeah. What did you say you ever had them growing in? Um, those uh, those uh, grow pots. I, I I don't know the commercial name for them, but they're grow, um, kind of like grow boxes a vinyl. or grow. Possum. No, uh, pods. They're like a vinyl pot. It's almost like a bag. Um, oh, okay. And, and you said it was seven it was gallons? Seven gallons, yeah. Oh, that's that's pretty so, big. Yeah, you can well, get them in all sorts of different sizes, 10 gallons, 15. Um, but what, does they, it come they, with the mix, or did you add mix? No, no, no. They, they just come in. It, it's like it, it almost feels like one of those um, bags you get from the grocery store. You know, for bringing it in okay. to get groceries. Yeah. Okay. So, it's, it's, so what kind of mix good. did you put in them? So I put half garden soil, half potting soil in them. Half what? Potting. Half garden egg. soil, half potting soil. Ooh. Uh oh. You think I that's good? I'd rather you'd put all potting mix in there. All potting soil. Yeah. Yeah. I, okay. All right. I I have some. Um, I mean, I can do that. I, I, I just didn't, I didn't want to get it too heavy. That's all. Because the garden soil I found was actually pretty good and light. Um, oh. and, and I'm a kind of an organic gardener, but I also do the vigorous amounts of osmocotone. So is it a commercial soil. garden soil? Or did you dig um, it out of your garden? Yeah, it was locally produced. I, it, um, it was either Medina or I found some old uh, ladybug. Oh, so my, that must have been a, a bag material too. No. Okay. Yeah. 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 Because yeah. usually we think of when you think of garden soil, there's a couple reasons you wouldn't recommend it. It's so heavy. Then the other one is that it potential for diseases and weed ne- seeds and everything. Nematodes. Is, yeah, nematodes is is pretty uh, much higher than a potting soil. But a, oh, is it okay? Yeah, I, I put that mostly on the bottom, and then uh, put, uh, mostly the potting soil on top. So, so how, so how are you going to fertilize them? Um, I I um, actually got them started with some Super Thrive and some Hasgrow, and then um, after a while, sometimes I get impatient and <laughs> throw on the Osmico. There you go. That's what I was looking for. <laughs> But, but do yeah, it, do it at the first. Drive, like I, I pulled out the plumerias from out of the, the you know the garage and threw some of, some of the super thrive on them. They're, they're coming right back. I can't remember what super thrive's uh, right. numbers are. It's just it's, it's a big it's a low fir- first number, right? Yeah, it's a small bottle. It's expensive and it's got this crazy oh. guy in the front. Oh, okay, okay. You use kind of generally use it for indoor plants, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, and then um, Uh, what are you what are you growing in there? Tomatoes and peppers. Right now, I've I've, uh, just put some okra in there, and I see if those germinate or not. If it's oh man, Uh, uh, I know. (laughs) 
okra in I've a already, pot. I've already, I've already got some um, traditional pots where I've got my tomatoes and and they're oh okay they're they're actually about four foot right now. So all right, yeah. you must have Osmocote in there. Yes, sir. <laughs> he had to say it. I got a celebrity, a better boy, and a, uh, a black cherry this year. Okay. Yeah. I, and then I'm one not, other question. I'm not for I, the I better boy because it's too big a plant. Oh, but, yeah. Uh, it, it's the best indeterminate no, the, the I think in we the, have the, on the, the market. The better boy is in the ground. He's in the ground. So. Oh, okay. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. And no, then. Um, you, well, take that you okra think, out of there. <laughs> pull over, pull that okra up. Stop. He's, stop. he's thinking you're wet, you're wasting a really a neat site for the okra because the okra. Wants okra. <laughs> take yeah, take well, take advantage of no, whatever soil you got. No, I okra. Uh, no, no, I pickle it and everything like that. <laughs> so, well, but um, it's fun to experiment anyway. Oh, quick, yeah, Kev, I got to run. I got to go. I got to get to a break. Was there one more okay, question? Guys. All right very much all right we'll talk to you again thanks all right we're going to take a quick break hey while we do i promised we'd give away the tickets uh to 210-308-8867 caller number six will win or we'll make it easy caller number yeah we'll just do caller number six 210-308-8867 stick with it 210-308-8867 if you want to win a pair of tickets to the valero texas open you can use them today or tomorrow and you even have a parking pass in here too so 210 210- 308-8867. Give Barry a call and get him busy. 210-308-8867. Back in a moment on 930 AM, The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Boulevardy Road. Thanking everybody that came out to Millburgers Quarterly Blood Drive last weekend. It was the biggest one ever. Our most successful drive had 95 units of blood donated, and that's 285 lives touched. So on behalf of Millburgers, the South Texas Blood and Tissue Center, and your South Texas neighbors, thank you for coming out and donating blood. Want to know when the next blood drive is? Be sure that you're keeping in touch at millburgernursery.com, millburgernursery.com. Where you'll find out about the big fiesta celebration at Millburgers, April 20th. At Saturday, April 20th, there's all kinds of fun with free fajita tacos and drinks sponsored by Nature's Creation, Virgin Margaritas, a mariachi band from 11 to 3, and all kinds of fun. Now, don't forget, too, the 2019 Fiesta medals are available for a $7 donation to the Salvation Army while supplies last. All this information and more when you go to MillburgerNursery.com, MillburgerNursery.com. Carol Zorniel, we talk a lot about caregiving on Caregiver SOS on air, but what is it? Caregiving is caring for a family member, a friend, a loved one, someone who's in your life that needs help with bathing, dressing, buying groceries, medical appointments. If you do any of those things, you're a caregiver. And how can this program help? Caregiver SOS On Air has information from people who have been caregivers, who work with caregivers. It can be book authors, scientists, doctors, the latest information on caregiving right here on KLUP. And one of the things we learn from so many folks is they fail to ask for help when they need it. Well, caregivers do need help. We don't like to ask for help, but we need it. And you'll get tips on how to ask for help and how to have a better life as a family caregiver. Plus, there's a great website you can go to, caregiversos.org. Caregiver SOS on air, Sundays at 6 p.m. on 9.30 a.m., The Answer. No word in the English language is less convincing than probably. 
Are you sure we should get matching tattoos on our first date? Sure. I mean, we'll probably stay together. Probably? <laughs> It's been 23 minutes since I ate. I can probably swim. Uh, you should wait 30 minutes. Mm, okay, now tell me what to do. Cannonball! Cramp! Oh, I have a cramp. I can probably hit the green from here. Probably. Can I get a mulligan? Ready to go? Hey, are you sure you're okay to drive? Yeah, I'm pretty sober. Yeah, I'm probably okay. Probably okay isn't okay, especially when it comes to drinking and driving. If you're drinking, call a cab, a car, or a friend. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A message brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. If you're age 59 and a half or older with a 401k plan and still working, stop what you're doing and call Big State Financial today at 210-373-6000. There are benefits with age, and this is one of them. At 59 and a half, you're entitled to new opportunities in the investment world that can save you thousands in 401k fees and dramatically reduce your risk of a market correction. You've worked and saved, and now is the time to protect your retirement savings. Call Robin Hoppus at Big State Financial today at 210-373-6000. The five years just before and after you retire are critical. Do not put yourself at risk. Robin and her team can show you how to secure your nest egg and ensure income streams for life. Call Big State Financial today at 210-373-6000. That's 210-373-6000 for your free retirement readiness review. That number again is 210-373-6000 or go online to Big State Financial.com. That's BigStateFinancial.com. And welcome back to Mill. Mill Burgers Gardening, South Texas on 930 AM. The answer, 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Toll free, it's 866-308-8867. Hey, we didn't reach call number six, so if you wanted to try to win the tickets, uh, you still have a chance at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867 for a chance to win tickets to the Valero Texas Open uh, and a parking pass as well. So we're going to... How many you got left? What's that? Well, for today, just these. I'll have some for tomorrow, too. Well, tomorrow's the last day, isn't it? Yeah. We'll give them out early. Uh, <laughs> All right. So 210 It goes to the end of the day, like it's 6 or so, 6 or 7. So you'd have to run up here and get your tickets if tomorrow. You want. Yeah. And then run out to Yeah, just take it. Valero open. Yeah. It could work. Let's give them all the way today, man. No, we'll do, try to do something tomorrow. Too. <laughs> okay. All right. Unless they come say hi to you. Oh, okay. Uh, that's, that's, that's the. I'm confused by one uh, uh, article that uh, uh, item that Calvin mentioned in his article today. Uh, Section C, my essay today. Mm-hmm. Okay. He says talking about planting, starting the zinnia seed. You know, the the, the tall-growing zinnias in containers. He said, uh, blend blend the seed directly. No, that's garden. Or start them in a four-inch containers to be transplanted into the garden once they reach six inches tall. Put potting soil in the... 
potting soil in the four-inch containers. Fertilize each container with a scoop of Osmocote. <laughs> now, is that a shovel scoop? No, or every Osmocote. <laughs> every Osmocote. Well, for you it might be. Is it a copious scoop? But every Osmocote has a uh, little red scoop in there. I always, I always throw that away. Uh, yeah. Well, and then pour it directly out of the can. Now that that is for a four inch, yeah, container. That's that's a lot, about right. Yeah, that'll cover. That's a lot of osmocote. Yeah, but it, that works pretty slick because you, you know, you don't waste any because it go it goes when you transplant it to the garden. Yeah, there it is. It keeps feeding the plant. I just didn't know about that scoop, Milton. I didn't know yeah. the water. water uh, Jerry shovel uses scoop. a shovel full. You know. Yeah. There you go. Your scoop kind of sounds. <laughs> Jerry's. <laughs> <laughs> Soak the soil by setting the container in a shallow tub. That's a good tip. Yeah, because uh, uh, some of the container. Well, if you have, if you opened your potting mix before, some of yeah. it, some of it's dried out. Then. That's true. And then press two of the zinnia seed in the container. The seed will germinate in a week. So. Uh, that's a good write-up. I, I was just confused about that scoop. Yeah. Yeah, his wish, his, 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 his vocabulary. Is, yeah. Is, yeah. It's been, uh, yeah. It's been war, uh, warped, warped by copious. Um, yes. Copious. Again, your scoop sounds, and Jerry's scoop sounds. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Back it up. And then the Calvin and his digging now talked about uh, to maximize the size of onion bulbs that you produce in your garden. Remember, we're trying to produce as many leaves, which are the the top growth of the onion, uh, as possible as, as possible before they begin to start bulbing, according to. Uh, or in stimulation by a uh, day-length period. And that usually occurs around June, first part of June. And so there you've you got, uh, got a month or so. And I, I think this has been a great great uh, weather for uh, yeah. or got, year for uh, onions because they're, they're really producing some nice tops. But they got to have that room. Yeah. Got to right. thin them out. Hey, congratulations to Cruz, our winner, and uh, congratulations to our other winners here. Uh, did we have a sixth caller? Yes, we did. So right. 210-308-8867. Remember that for tomorrow. Thanks to Barry back at the station doing a great job uh, taking care of us and getting your calls on the air. And thanks, of course, to you for listening. We're back here tomorrow. We'll see what the weather is going to be doing right the now. The sun, sun is broken through. Yeah. So come on out be hailing. And there's lots of gardeners. So the sun comes out, so do the gardeners. Uh, there's one of those roses, Jerry. We'll oh, see you about. on the answer. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.